Wait a second. Can you? Okay, never mind. You guys can't hear me. I thought I was lost yes. in space there for a second. All right. Uh, Planetess. Uh, this is a bonus episode, so we're cutting all the bullshit from the beginning. If you want to know what we did this week, listen to the Vanitas episode. Uh, True. If you guys want to introduce yourselves, though, we are the Anabuddies. Um, I'm Jacob, your host of this episode. With Give me us fun titles. My, my two co-hosts. Uh, Alex is the one that... Uh, fun titles. Um, yeah, like well, fun space-related titles. Uh, Matt's the guy that's getting sent out without a drop pod. Um, he will be the garbage that someone will collect later. Ouch. Um, Alex is our token black character that, Oof. uh, that's rough for some that reason one. is experiencing like 1930s level racism in 2030. I thought, yeah, that I was rough too. Colonel Sanders is such a nothing character. How's he like a fan favorite? Dude, we uh, got I guess it's only four votes. Him. They we like him the same reason people like Shindo in My Hero Academia. He's he was the vibrate guy. We literally got to kill a mockingbird in 2030. <laughs> so out of place, dude. Like I'm like, what is happening? No, this guy yeah. has two arms, so he could have done it. <laughs> was uh... but he didn't do it. Dude. Well, yeah, he didn't, but he could have because he has both arms. I'm just upset but, that Colonel Sanders has more likes, so he actually shows up on this. But carry it away, Jacob. That is absurd to me. Uh, well, yeah. So, Planetess, enter, for, for I guess for context of this manga episode, basically we're going to be having, I think, I haven't decided if it's four or five yet, because we're at an awkward thing. It's probably going to be four, maybe four and a half with something like short. But basically, this season of 27 weeks, we're going to have four manga bonus episodes sometime around like every six weeks or so. Because uh, it takes Matt that long to read. It's true. But, I, I'm very slow. That's why they release My Hero Academia every week and sometimes have breaks between weeks, specifically so I can stay caught up. Yeah. Um, but... This is our first episode of those four or five, and we chose, or I guess I chose, see episode 20 of Antibody Season 1 for context, uh, basically a wager. But yeah, I chose Planetess because it is by uh, the guy that wrote Vinland Saga named Makoto Yukimura. Vinland Saga is one of my favorite manga, as well as... The anime season one is one of my favorite anime as well. So I really wanted to read his other popular work. Uh, the thing he did basically right before starting Vinland Saga. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, fun to explore. Kind of out of the realm of what I'd normally read. Um, it's funny because I've told that I've said this on the podcast before sci-fi is like somehow one of my least favorite genres, but also my favorite anime of all time is a sci-fi. Uh, so it's a little interesting. And this is a sci-fi and a slice of life in the tags. Two things, not exactly my cup of tea most of the time. However, uh, I felt it was necessary to read given... The reviews are very positive across the board. Um, it's part of the like reason that he got uh, like onto something to write Vinland Saga with such a like big platform. So this is kind of like contributing to the success, and it's also always fun to see like uh, things from like famous mangakas of what they've done before. Like I don't know if. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you ever read what's it called? Cool Shock BT. Did you check that out before? Could not. Oh, it's like basically part four of JoJo's before part four of JoJo's. It's by Araki. 
perfect. That yeah, is a lot. It's like it came out in 1983. It's like six chapters. Um, but it's like there's a lot of stuff from JoJo's Part Four in there. Apparently, is that Willie Kren Koichi? Um, yeah, you should probably read that at some point since it's only six chapters. But yeah, it got canceled <laughs> very That's quickly. Fine. So it's fun to see, like you know, sort of what kind of inspired there's this was a little more successful than that example it's definitely fun to look back at shit that got canceled from mangakas that are now successful like the mha guy had like two or three things that just shit the bed hard before mha um i think he's like the current most notable like failed mangaka that had something turn into a big success um but yeah this is a fun one to look at uh surprisingly though uh while it wasn't the worst uh i'd say it was not something that i really would have uh like i i this wasn't the best time reading this i'm not really like blown away or surprised and like oh, this really shocked me as something that I thought I might not like and then liked it. We're not having much of that this time around. Didn't hate it, but we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, I don't really feel like talking about what magazine this was published in because that doesn't feel as relevant as as a studio. So past experiences, did either of you know anything about this going in? Yes. Okay, Alex, you'd heard of it before, at least. Yeah, I I knew that for the most part that it was about a trashman in space, and I had heard that the anime is actually pretty good, um, and does a really good job of capturing um, like semi-realistic aspects of going into space um, via like the movements and the sound uh, design of the show, which is something that I think, for my personal experience, would have uh, enhanced it. Uh, more so than just reading it. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I know the answer, but for the people. Yeah, for the people. No, it was uh, it was made known to me uh, on recording, and I was absolutely thrilled with the idea of it. Um, unfortunately, yeah, dude, Space Garbage Men made me think I was going to like this more. Yeah, exactly. Too. But it just ended up yeah. being like, the kind of space horror that I don't like, where it's more psychological than it is, like, I don't know. I, when it comes to space horror, I like aliens. I think that's what it is. But this was more like, oh, what if you get lost in space like that? Uh, was it George Clooney in that movie with Sandra, Sandra Bullock? Bullock. I don't even I mean, know. it was mainly Sandra Bullock. Yeah, but you guys know exactly what I mean. It's like well, Matt, uh, a quick visit to the Mal page would have told you it was psychological. So, I mean, yeah, I went into it blind though. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, yeah, and then um, this feels a bit unnecessary, but I guess we can. Uh, favorite character predictions. There <laughs> <laughs> were characters. <laughs> Kind yeah, of. There were, yeah. <laughs> I don't really like. Uh, we can probably skip this part, honestly, because I don't think there's anything that's like decisive enough. I personally would have a. I'd have to pick one right now to even make the guesses worth it. They're, it's it's stronger than Benitez. I can I can if I could remember the person's name, I could at least tell you that yes, I do for a fact have a favorite character. That's another thing, dude. It's, it's so hard to remember the names of almost anyone. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Um, rather than uh, talk about the opening or ending in this spot, uh, I, I guess we can sort of talk about the first few pages that are colored, so you really get full fleshed out, nice yeah, art. Be really excited, like Zipman. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
So I guess what do you really think of like the visual display that were shown off in those like color pages? Um, for me, at least, uh, I thought like first of all that was or that was like drawn up in 1999. So I think for time period, uh, the art looks magnificent. Uh, looks a lot like Vinland Saga, um, like character design wise. Uh, and also there's some planet art in there. He did a really good job on like that. Well, the story didn't exactly have the most captivating stuff. I think the art like really thrives here a lot because a lot of these are very hard to draw. I would imagine. Oh dude, absolutely. And like with all the space debris and everything, like I'm sure in the anime, it's one thing, but the amount of detail put into it in the manga itself here is kind of surprising. Um, yeah. I don't know, just all the little, like, jagged edges instead of just making something like a smooth line to signify that it's moving very fast. Um, it would have been a very, very easy cop-out in the way, like, Star Wars does their, like, you know, hyperspace. Um, is, is, yeah. But you get it. You get what I mean. Like, it would have been an yeah. easy cop-out, but they didn't do it. No, I think the art's pretty enjoyable. I think it's pretty solid art. Um, overall, um, I think some of the character stories are, like, at least somewhat interesting and compelling. I don't hate all of them. Um, but... You know, I'm um, getting those first like opening color pages. My brain went, "Damn, you should just watch the anime for this and just tell them you read the manga." <laughs> Could have <laughs> been honest. with it too. No, because uh, you I kind of like miss his like you miss his like additional touch in there. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of weird. Like I guess the best. Like I, I do wish we had done the the anime for this just because it's probably a very well done anime adaptation. It's twenty six episodes for twenty seven chapters, or technically twenty six chapters since that twenty seventh chapter is like a bonus four panel thing. So one episode per chapter feels like good pacing given the chapter length here. Um but like given that I like manga as a medium so well or so much, like seeing how well the drawings are in here, I definitely am glad that I at least gave this a read. Uh, it's, it's to me, it's kind of like, it's always, I think the best when you see like such a young mangaka is like so talented. He was 23 when he started uh, writing for Planetess. Uh, and I have this, a similar experience reading B stars because the B stars writer was like, uh, uh, I think she was like 21 when she started, which is crazy considering how good the art in that is. So like for having very little experience in the field and to already be at that level is always interesting to me when the art like starts well, cause you have stuff like blade of the immortal, which has really, really fucking good art, but, um, it like, it takes a couple volumes for him to really figure out what he's doing and then it like really evolves. But when it starts out nice and they're like that early on in their careers, it's always a, a good sign. And while we aren't really in the time period to make the prediction, uh, it's, it's good foreshadowing to find out that he ends up making one of the most popular seinen manga of all time in Vinland Saga. But, uh, yeah, I guess we can just have open discussion now about everything. Uh, or I, I guess I can give a quick rundown of a synopsis, even though it's a very loose slice of life kind of story. But it's kind of just about, uh, you know, spacemen reaching, reaching for the stars and, or I guess reaching for the planets and, you know, following their, their dreams and shit. Um, like it's hard to talk about the synopsis without really giving my complaint here, which is that uh 
I think my biggest issue overall was that this sort of felt like a bunch of loosely connected short stories rather than an overall connected plot. Um, no, I wouldn't 100% agree with that. Yeah. Way too much like monologuing and like straight flashbacks that aren't shared with anyone else. They're just for the audience, which is like, I guess cool for the characters. It's very disorienting because it's we have times where there's just time skips of them being back at home now, and then we have times where it's a flashback. And I don't think there's enough there to indicate that it's a different time period until you're reading through that section already. Uh, it's a little disorienting. Um, it also no. felt like this was trying to send a political message, and I'm not sure what it was. Put less trash in space. <laughs> stop Elon Musk in his tracks. Like, if I asked you what the message of Planetess was, what what would you say? Uh, don't fuck up Earth, because then you have to live in space, and space sucks. That what you got out of this? Uh, loosely. I don't really think there was like a central theme they were trying to hammer home. Like there were kind of like hints of like, why do I feel like I'm being taught something? But never really like it was like being given to me like I'm supposed to learn or like it's propaganda that they're trying to force me to see something a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it did a good job of kind of showing um, a lot of different ways of looking at things um, regardless, while also showing that, you know, whenever somebody really wants to do something and whenever they truly, like, love something, they'll do whatever it takes to do it. It's true. That's, like, the two... If you wanted me to say, like, a central message, that's what I got out of it. But there's a lot of, like, little, like, life things in there that or kind of just scared about. Yeah, I think uh, I learned a lot about like what it means to be an astronaut. Um, like never going yeah, back to Earth, no matter what, even if medically you need to go back to Earth. On a note uh, we I, mentioned I, in uh, the Champlu episode, um, I like how committed he is, um, Yukimura. I like how committed he is to like preserving, like scientific accuracy much like he is committed to preserving um like historical accuracy in vinland saga uh as matt thought it was going to be like pure bullshit fiction listen anything that's labeled as historical fiction to me immediately screams alternative history <laughs> yeah that's pretty true for the most part which is why so many things are like yeah. so popular I... when they ditch that because even like from what i understand in one piece uh oda tries to like while obviously there's a lot of bullshit in there he does try to work some real like historical elements into it not just stealing what would be convenient from the time period Yeah, I, I, I like the kind of realistic approach that it took. Um, overall. Yeah, those are always like my favorite way of going yeah. about it. Um, it's definitely a can... nice uh, change of pace from the Gintama way about it, which is this is not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> the closest yeah. thing to them being samurai is that they have swords. I'll let you know when I get to the to the sword fighting bits. I think that's in like the in the <laughs> later on seasons. I think I'm just gonna get nothing but gags right now, and I'm loving Listen, it. Listen, if somebody doesn't spray somebody in the face with a flower hanging from their lapel after inviting them to sniff it, it's not a real joke. I haven't seen a lapel yet. Oh, man. We did get a we did get some good jokes in the episode, uh, like bonus one and two. But we're not. I'm not here to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, we can make this a Gintama episode if you want. I hear it's pretty good. Uh, I gotta make you guys watch that after you make me watch <laughs> Slam Dunk. 
Wait, is Gintama? I don't think you're gonna have to force anyone to watch Gintama. You're not it gonna was have gonna to force be, me to I'm watch not doing Slam another Dunk. fucking forcing myself to watch two weeks of anime in a week because doing that with JoJo's was a disaster. What if I replace and we had Grand like prefacing weeks it. for it? Uh, you'd have to do 25 episodes or less. Yeah, Senki is which 24. Is like, Gintama is th- that's like 201 of Gintama. Fuck. I think <laughs> we can just replace 10 weeks with it. It's great. Isn't that just the first part of Gintama that's 201? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like 500 episodes in total, I think. So we'd Problem literally solved. be watching a tenth of Gintama. For the Gintama buddies. Uh, for reference, do you understand how wild this is? My Hero Academia's <laughs> manga might not reach 500 chapters, and Gintama has 500 anime episodes. That's... Like 300 hours of content, not really. Like That's my life I now, guess. boys. Overestimation. How how far in do you think I can make it before I break? Um, until JoJo's comes out with more. That's about three months. Yeah, that's and probably Kintama do that. Yeah. did 709 chapters in six, 16 years. That is a lot. So much anime. respect, dude. I don't think this guy took a break. Um, but <laughs> is he still yeah, writing? Back on the no, it's no, over. it's done. It yeah. Two years ago, maybe he just he ran a, out like, of paper and he's writing on his desk. Nah, dude, he did like an he did like an interview and he was basically like, "Yeah, manga writers aren't very rich. I live in a normal house." <laughs> <laughs> he's like you see the popularity of the movies and you'd think i'd be pretty well off but like i get a flat rate at the beginning before those movies are made oh that hurts <laughs> i think his net worse. worth is like five hundred thousand or something which isn't bad but it's no, really not what you'd like, expect from someone that's made the one of the amount most... he's produced considering that he has like the second highest rated anime on Mal, and there's over 500 episodes of it and 700 chapters. It probably doesn't help that they stopped publishing his manga in English at like volume 23, <laughs> oh. which is like a fifth of the manga that was out. And those are directly like his sales. I think I always kind of knew like mangaka weren't particularly rich. Um, Mostly well, some are, but like because like Toriyama, you know the fact that like he could be forced into making GT more or less. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, but I never really thought about it until you put that out there, and yeah, that's kind of hilarious. That like that that's something he just offers up freely to the press. Well. I think someone, like, asked him in an interview about, like, you must be pretty well off with all this Gintama success, huh? (laughs) Oh, no! But, no, it's not, uh... That's also why so much shit anime happens, because, uh, if you read any of the history of, like, Monster, the anime, you'll see that, uh, Naoki Urasawa is one of the, like, mangakas. He was, like, pretty well off already, when the idea of making monster an anime was a thing. So he kept rejecting like offers to make it into an anime until he got one that would license him to do like five seasons with like one episode to one chapter uh, or two episodes or one episode for two chapters, uh, which is like the correct pacing that it needed to be at for like him to say yes, which is why, uh, that anime is one of the most successful adaptations. But yeah, a lot of the a lot of these poor mangakas have like zero input in how shit their anime ends up being. And it's a little sad. I can picture them just like yelling at their TV screen, like, just just follow what I gave you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They probably just don't even watch it. They're like, this is going to be a fucking mess. That wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Dude, I bet Araki watches the JoJo anime. 
I'm sure he does, and he's probably very happy with it. And that's probably <laughs> another one where, like, I feel like it took so long to get the reboot because after 1994, he was like, no one else is touching this. <laughs> Even though it is him that wanted to start in the middle of fucking, like, us. He, he said, yeah, to... That's another good example, I guess. Even something as successful as JoJo's was by part three. He like probably had PTSD of getting Cool Shock BT canceled and was like, I got to cash in on this now. You said six episode OVA for my fucking 16 volume <laughs> manga. Yeah, let's go. Not uh, Jump right in the middle of it, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Waste no time. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what was y'all's like favorite part of this manga? Like any parts that like stuck out? Uh, yeah, actually, very very early on. Um, picture this: you're on an airplane and you get up to go to the bathroom, and on your way to the bathroom, something flies through the window and murders your wife who was sitting in the seat next to you. Uh, just that little bit of trauma at the very beginning. I think it. Yeah. It got me in a way that I don't know. Just maybe it's something specifically about like the sheer coincidence. Uh, yeah. My favorite part was Astro Cat taking a pee. Respectable. <laughs> Respectable. Um, I don't know. What was what was your favorite part, Alex? You asked the question. Give an answer. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, come back to me. Um, but no, yeah. The starting off with the wife dying <laughs> was pretty. Um, was pretty intense, actually. Um, that also. Uh, I was like, damn, that big sucked. So. I know, man. Space is scary. It really is. Like, this did a really good job of making sure I never go to space if I'm given the choice. I, I'd i still 110% go to space. Absolutely. Oh, your loss. It is. My <laughs> loss? Your loss? What do you mean? I think you're the one that's going to get hit by micrometeors in space and turn into Swiss cheese. No guarantee. So I think he does like More a really good job at painting all of the. Can, can we not interrupt with random bullshit input, uh, Matt? I'll have can you we know we were on our somewhat? tangent first. Was it a random <laughs> bullshit tangent that? You sure, the interruption was correction of the course, but. Anyways, um, he does like a really good job of painting like all of these horror elements that you don't really consider when you think of travel to space. Like, this man's thought of everything. And, like, I think when you're doing something psychological, that's a very important thing to really be able to conceptualize. Yeah. I agree, because I don't think there's really any part that was, like, left out. Like, he brought up the increased, like, radiation amount, like how, you know, even just the smallest thing traveling, like, at like at you, or, like, any collision. Um, and, like, the actual ramifications of, you know, using space, like we've used the Earth, what that means for the planet, things of that nature. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I did like what I did like a couple of the crewmates like stories. Um, uh, I liked Faye Carmichael's story. I think overall the best. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, I like that he actually entertained like the science. This is kind of just piggybacking on the already scientifically accurate note, but um, like he entertained the possibility of gravity, like lighter gravity affecting the growth of your body and how that would have like implications when you touch down on earth. Um, Interesting stuff. Also, I feel like 
uh, when they're talking about all the fucking gravity levels and adjusting to them, Matt was just thinking Dragon Ball. I mean, the thought did flash through my head, but no, for These the guys most are part, only doing it, got zero thinking, it got me thinking about, like, the divergent evolution of, like, fish. Or, I guess, aquatic mammals from fish, specifically. Weren't, weren't aquatic mammals just mammals that went back to the sea? Some. Not all, but some. Um, some species of whale were evolved from aquatic reptiles, uh, but, you know, like the thing about the blue whale having like thumbs, that's, that's pretty clear as day. Like, yeah, it was likely commissioned for land at one point. Yeah. Um, I also feel like this does a very good job of like, uh, it like it does a good job of being like deep and smart without really being like so up its ass about it. Um Facts. Especially compared to like a lot of stuff where it's it thinks it's smart, but it's not, because everything <laughs> since two thousand three wants to be Death Note. Um, although Matt hates Death Note, so I, he probably I just hates those hate. things that try to mimic it even more. Matt, I don't watch Moriarty hate. the Patriot. What is that, like a Sherlock story? Moriarty the Patriot is literally like Sherlock wanting to be Death Note, basically. Oh, Not Sherlock himself. Oh, it's God. Moriarty from Sherlock wanting to be Light Yagami. Oh, God. <laughs> I like a good Sherlock story, but no thanks. <laughs> it is probably the most recent wannabe Death Note series I have on mine. <laughs> I think they've mostly died out. Um, but yeah, like, it it doesn't really have any edge to it, so it's a little easier for it to avoid that kind of trap. But, like, it's smart. So much so to where I feel like this is something that, like, if you want to be the cool teacher, you assign this as, like, assigned reading for astrology or something. Um, I feel like this could serve a good purpose as that. Uh, unfortunately, that did not uh, make my experience with it much better since I'm not in an astrology class. But uh, seeing how he did Vinland Saga, it seems like he learned a lot more of how to do entertainment with educational stuff, which is interesting. And very good. Uh, not that this is really, like, bad by any means, but it does feel a little boring at certain points. I feel like that boringness would be lightened up a bit if it was a book assigned for educational purposes. But That'd be pretty sick, actually. Yeah. Be a good one. Like, if, if I had a teacher tell me to read this on, like, the first day of class, like, this would obviously be, like, a college professor thing. But I'd be like, that's a cool fucking professor. I'm going to class now. True. Uh, but I... I don't want to jump right into the bad stuff, because I feel like we haven't talked enough about the good, and I don't want to just shit on this thing. Um, so... Anything else you guys... I, I can talk about some more stuff I liked if you guys don't have anything, but anything else you guys like really liked or thought was noteworthy? Um, it's, it's a very minor thing, and I don't think it really merits much discussion, but something I thought was kind of cute was like a method of trash disposal for things of, you know, below a certain size, I imagine, was to just tap it gently and send it back down into the atmosphere so it could just burn up. Uh, you know, despite it being in space as trash because they they didn't want it anymore. You know, I guess on Earth. Or I guess maybe on, like, a space station. But the fact that it could have easily just been, like, disposed of in that manner already instead of left floating around in space. Yeah. Um... I like how many, like, 
issues it seemed like it was trying to to tackle beyond just being a science manga like while it was very obvious that dude likes uh, dude likes planets he likes astrology um or fucking astronomy not astrology i think i've said astrology like multiple times dude likes astronomy is what I meant on every one of those. And I don't think Alex is going to go back and edit them. So hopefully people didn't stop listening <laughs> at that part. But dude likes astronomy. Um, he's like still tries to tackle some of these broader issues. And I'd say some of them make it like where it's too much for this only being like a four to five volume series. Kind of it's got like it's four, but it's like a little longer than your average four volumes. Um, since the chapters are a little longer than your normal chapters, but like specifically, while I do like that something in that ran between 99 and 2004 originating from Japan was bold enough to tackle racism, something very, very uncommon in manga from this time period and still pretty uncommon of an issue to tackle in today's time period with this medium uh it felt very out of place for that like bit to be in there especially given that this is the future um i mentioned it in our intro a little bit uh just that Basically, with the math, if that is her grandpa, or I think it was her uncle, not her grandpa. I think it was her uncle. Like, the oldest that she could really be, and then going back to this time, it would be like 2040, 2030, sometime around there. Uh, So why the fuck does it both look, like, in terms of, like, the setting, it looks like it's 1930, but also... They're acting like it's 1930. Like, Mississippi is pretty backwards even today. But, uh, I think we're a little beyond that. And we're 10 to 20 years ahead of where that manga places that at. And I think even in the early 2000s, while Mississippi was pretty bad, I think we were a little beyond most of that. To where they're at least covering up the explicit racism to where it's a little under the covers now. But um it, it like tries to tackle like environmentalism and corruption and like government and stuff. Um and also like sort of the like the darker side of how willing um some people are to like basically just get people killed in order for scientific progression, which is really meaningless beyond exploration and like prestige. Uh, and those are interesting issues to tackle and it's, it's bold to tackle those and those felt in place, but the like random, Hey, racism is bad bit. And it happens. Uh, it felt needless and it was also so late in the story that it was like this doesn't even really give like we already care about fee why do we need more reasons to care about fee if this doesn't like really fit into the story as is all that told me is like hey fee is canonically black not dark-skinned asian or something else also a little late to be telling me that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty late into the uh show. There. Uh I guess with that we can just discuss the negatives now, since that kind of segued from a positive to a negative. Uh what did you guys not like about this? Or Alex, particularly you, what bored you about this? Um, again, I just feel like the epicness of space along with the horrors that come with it um, are better. Um, like, whenever you have, like, 
good like audio production around to it because it can really help like take like even like everybody hanging out at like a window breaking and then it being like everything suddenly like starts i guess like or like you know you take out all the sound and if you feel the tension there um and then i guess like honestly after like after the terrorist attack like things started to kind of pick up but I don't know. I was I wasn't fully expecting like a full like slice of life, and I think that's why I was bored. Because sometimes, like in some of these long chapters, it just felt like nothing was happening. But then there was like other chapters where you know, plenty of things were actually going on. Which is like one part is like nice is that each uh, chapter can kind of stand on its own. Yeah. Um, for me, I was also a little bored by, uh, this, it wasn't the worst read, but it definitely wasn't like an easy read. Um, it felt like I have read this many pages, uh, much, much quicker in other things. Uh, and I, I can't exactly pinpoint the exact reason, but I know that definitely some of it is just like the topic didn't feel like it was or the the plot didn't really feel like it was building or amounting to anything and i guess some people are kind of down for that like cool space journey but it also felt very predictable cuz it's like yeah they're going they're going to make it to jupiter like at no point am i like there's going it given that it's also only four volumes it's like there's not going to be any like middling conflict that really keeps them from getting to jupiter uh he's going to have like a rocky training arc and he's going to be a cool enough astronaut to do it somehow or another um i guess early on there was a point where i thought like maybe this could be like some smaller story where he ends up failing and like his his real ambitions and maybe instead of going to Jupiter becomes like complacent with just helping other people get to Jupiter. Uh, Those who can't do teach. Like, I guess that area uh, that may have actually been a more interesting, like resolution to this, I think. Uh, But I, I don't know. It's, it was a little slow of a read and it wasn't like super wordy even it wasn't light on like words, but it's not like it was, it wasn't Hunter Hunter levels of like blocks of text and panel or anything. Yeah. Uh, like it, it felt like a normal amount of words for like a slice of life sort of thing. And it, it just felt like it was so fucking long. I think it was around like 900 to a thousand pages which is normally, like, not that bad, but it just dragged a bit. And I'm sure for, like, big sci-fi gurus, they appreciate all of that. Unfortunately, that is not me. Um, I think this is more for people that, like, really enjoy those space stories, like, people that like Star Wars or like any of those astronaut movies. Uh, Which I guess it doesn't really disguise itself as something other than that. Like if you like that sort of thing and you see this, it's very obvious that that's what it is. And I think you will like this. Um, So at least it's not pretending to be something it isn't. Right. Um, Something I will say, like, as well as it was handled, uh, you know, with like the sense of wonder, having that like second face of also, you know, because you're traveling out into the unknown, that fear of the unknown. Um, I-, I mentioned before how I don't really like the psychological horror aspect of some space or some specifically like space centered sci fi. Um, but like in this one specifically, I-, I think I very much would have liked some sort of like or not even some sort because there was some but like real real like action i suppose 
Um, it felt like a lot of the stakes were something where it's like, well, you can't really do anything about it, just hope it doesn't happen. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's not really anything you can do if you're fucked in space, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I know it's it's proper, and, like, I, I kind of touched on, you know, like, yeah, it fits, it makes sense, like, the way they handle their stuff, and it just doesn't work for me, I guess. But, um, I don't know. Um, like, there, there still manages to be some sort of, I guess, autonomy, I guess, I don't know, left in the subject's hands in a lot of other psychological space horror. Um, or, like, the horror results is a result of, like, a mistake being made rather than, oh, bad luck. I I will add that I, I also, like, something I really liked is that while this is set around 60 to 70 years in the future for him, he didn't like go the fucking Jetsons with this. It's <laughs> oh my god, not like ridiculously fucking. He doesn't. It, it, it's a fairly accurate representation of scientific progression. We are not like the the goals over time feel accurate. Right. Um, like it's not like we're going to be reaching Jupiter on manned spacecrafts in the next fifteen years. But we could. Yeah, like the. We are currently, you know, with about 20 years to go, we are currently exploring space with manned spacecraft, or with manned spacecraft. So it's like the timetable is just kind of close to home. Uh, like, yeah, slightly exaggerated or embellished, maybe, but accurate, nonetheless. Yeah. Um... Any extra notes you guys want to add? Um, uh, not specifically. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can rate this bad boy. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Matt. Matt's going first again, fellas. Um, I'm going to give this... I'm, I'm going to give this like a flat... Seven monkeys launched into space against their will out of ten. Nice, nice. What about what about you, Alex? Um, you know, this one's actually pretty tough to rate. Not gonna lie, but I think I'm gonna have to probably go with a seven point seven meter long uh, space debris. So they can actually you know, pick it um, up. Yeah, I'm about right in that boat. Um, this one's getting a 7.5 uh, booby-grabbing pompadour boys <laughs> out of 10. Um, it's weird to have, like... It's, like... It's so, like, acknowledgeably good, but at the same time, my personal experience with it doesn't exactly reflect that in terms of like my feelings after reading it so it's like a weird thing to rate um yeah i think i i think i, I did round it down this. to a seven yeah i was gonna say context. i think i respect the series more than i enjoy the series that's that's a good way to put it is that maybe my brain wasn't big enough for it um you know to actively like take a lot of it as pleasure or take in a lot of it as pleasure, but there's a lot of it that I took in as like, wow. Yeah. And uh, do you know what I realized we just forgot to do in the last episode, boys? Hmm. What? We we forgot to say what we're watching next week. Oh, well, I said we're watching Banana Fish next week like 10 times. So I'm no, didn't do it, I, I didn't do it officially. Yeah, we didn't um, do the but, official. Officially? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just going to say it now. Uh, we're watching Banana Fish next week. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, definitely a tough thing to grade. Uh, but it, I have it sitting around other things that were like not the easiest to read, but also still good. So I feel like the seven I gave it on Mal is fair. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, that's about know, it for that. Yeah. Um, if it was in so, full color, I would have given it an eight. I don't think that's true, Matt. <laughs> no, but I'm actually confused on how color. the. I'm very curious on how the anime for this would have went because 26 episodes feels like a lot for the story that we got, but I also feel like maybe some of the like the the like wow moments of empathizing with the character as they look out into a spatial abyss maybe hit harder in an anime with like music behind it and stuff. So I'm curious how that would have went and if it would have been better or worse. Uh, so it's definitely something I'm curious to watch and compare. Why don't we go back in time and watch the anime for this and read the manga for Vanitas? And uh, we no, can Matt, we'd really have to, appreciate we'd... the grandiose situations that they put us in. We gotta remember our experiences with them, because, you know, what if we feel the same way coming back out? <laughs> But, well, like, if, reversed. Yeah, if you, like, Tokyo Revengers dap me, then we should be okay. I think we would retain our memories when we travel back. Ah, oh, dude, but that's gonna... We can only go back, like, what? <gasps> 12 years? Yeah, 12 yeah, years. Planetess existed I don't want to wait that long. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> but, uh, you guys want some foreshadowing into what we'll possibly be covering... In the next six weeks? Yeah, I need to get a head start on reading it. <laughs> well, I haven't quite decided yet, but I'm deeply considering uh, us doing Jormungand. Oh, sick. I think I it's might definitely... actually be somewhat familiar with that. Uh, it is the most similar thing to Black Lagoon, which both alarms me and intrigues me. <laughs> I'm interested to see how it progressed after the two episodes I watched. Oh, you watched some of it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be that one. It's not locked in, but it's very possible. Well, I already got, not to also spoil, I also have my season three list locked in. And I did no, okay. I just read, yeah, I just read one of the shows I put on there with zero research. And I, <laughs> it'll be a time. That's I don't sure. know what my theme is for season three, but I'm going to have a theme for my picks. I just needed to really introduce myself to the listeners in season two. Let me just double check myself on one thing. Yeah, so every show I picked on my list um, came out um, either in 2005 or before. Yes. Oh, God. Fuck. Yes. What that's the a fuck? great theme. No. That's <laughs> yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get some jo jo Yeah, jo JoJo Part 4 counts because of the manga. <laughs> what? No, it doesn't. You yeah, literally broke your own. Listen, no, it really doesn't. It's no, his it... pick. Look up when the manga came out. The, the manga doesn't isn't relevant. The, what? The, the manga. When did the manga for part four your come out? Your anime will not thematically match. It came out in 1992 and 1995, and is set in the 90s. What do you mean? There is nothing thematic about your anime having 2016 anime quality and your 2005 but, shit that looks like someone literally drew it with their asshole. Okay, but <laughs> conversely, if if you let him stretch his theme like this, it just means slam dunk. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because, like, I mean, we could is just he putting the slam, slam dunk, dunk anime on his list? I, <laughs> no, but it, it's no. no but I, I didn't think I was gonna put it on my own, anyways. But that's not the point. No, I put Grappler Baki though. Yes, I told you it was going on there. I also put on Great Teacher Onizuka, and 
Jacob, that's an actual I'll, good anime from that time. Yeah, <laughs> one I, of the few. I picked pretty much nothing but good anime from that time, except for three that I picked for personal watches. Three is a very high number. Was <laughs> one of them Digimon Evolution? No, I didn't put any Digimon on there. I was a good boy. Is it the original Full Metal Alchemist? I did anime? not put that on yeah, there. there it, oh, one of the shows does have Full Metal in the title, but it is not Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Jacket. Oh, God damn it. Did you put fucking Full Metal Panic on there? No one wants to watch that shit. <laughs> so, it's not I want to watch it. They didn't even fucking finish it. <laughs> the anime finished. It's incomplete. They fucking gutted it. They said no more. I don't even think they finished the fucking manga. I think it got canceled. How do I thematically tie Slam Dunk and Infinite Stratos 2 together? I don't know. That's on you. Yeah. I don't know, but Full yeah. Metal Panic just... is. Isn't Full Metal Panic just better Infinite Stratos? Um, Probably. Well, I'll have Full you know, Panic. Infinite Stratos has an ending. Kind of. There's yeah, not I mean, a plot we're... to end, Matt. <laughs> yes, there yeah. is. Not a good one, but there is. Well, at least you acknowledge it's not good. The plot. No, the rest I'm, of it's good. I... I'm kind of excited to see how one of the shows go. I want to know if it's a bad version or a good version. The worst part of this is that I know you don't have Monster on that list because it's 74 episodes. Hey, if I have an episode. In three spots on this list. I'll tell you the list if you want me to. I think it's a solid list. Got a good diversity. If Ashido No Joe's not on it, I don't want to hear it. Hey, nope, it's not, but we got another one. We got Beck, Now and Then, Here and There, Saber Marionette J. Uh, That doesn't qualify. It's 2005. Uh, That's when it started airing. Let me double check. Battle Beat-Em-Up. Also, the manga started in 1999, so it definitely qualifies. So JoJo Part 4 should count. You said it counted. If you're like yeah. adhering to your rules, then that would definitely qualify. Oh, but it qualifies was, anyways because it started airing in 2000. I was gonna say I'll take off JoJo if you let us watch all of Great Teacher Onizuka. I don't know how fucking long that is. Forty three. Also, episodes. I don't think that finished either. Yeah, that definitely did not finish adapting. Yeah, I, I don't believe that's fine. As long as the anime ends off in a good place. Uh, we also yeah. have Wicked City. Which, Matt, have you seen Wicked City? That seems like something you would have watched. You have it? Oh, dude, I I thought you would have seen Wicked City. That seems like something Matt would like. I'm very aware of its existence, but if it's going on the list, like, it's something that I can definitely... Oh, this is a bad movie. ...hold off on. (laughs) It's not even a a bad movie. It's a good movie, This is a very bad movie. What the fuck? It's a good movie. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a good Alex, movie. I, this was made in 1987. It has yeah. 16,000 people that reviewed it, which is a pretty high number for something from 1987. These people cared enough to go in and give this a bad score from 1987? That tells me a lot of it's things. Good. Are okay. you looking at Wicked City or what are you looking at here? Looking at Wicked City. But if you, you, hey, yeah, like if you think about it is. and ignore the score, it's a yeah. Madhouse movie. So yeah, it's it'll Madhouse. Be fine. Bro. Yeah, it's 1987 Madhouse. Who cares? Hey, all I gotta all I gotta say is if you know 80s anime movies, it's it's just one of those. <laughs> you can you find a scene of around I'm three so to four excited. minutes of people talking in some place with a background sound of moaning of a woman being raped somewhere. <laughs> All women seem pleasured for me. The one in the hotel at home at the Playboy tagged in sex with above 90 grandfather scene and one at villain people den. either consented or raped. All weren't defending themselves and just enjoyed it. Oh, Where are you reading this review? Dude, I watched a so bad watching, movie the other night. I don't know if rape porn is allowed on the list. We're not making them watch it. 
I didn't put redo of healer on here. What are you talking about? From what I just read, this is rape porn. Oh, gosh. We're going to take one scene and say that's the whole movie. Oh, boy. Director, Thanks, liberals. Yo, th- this guy described like six scenes. Director Yoshi. The movie. Hold on. It's rated R for mild nudity. I think it's okay. I don't yeah. think you can trust that. Apparently, five percent of this movie is rape. This is an adult Five percent of screen time. Five percent of screen time that is can't rape. Can't be true. That can't wait. Hold on. What's five percent of one hundred and twenty-two? How 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 many minutes is one hundred and twenty-two? Like is an hour. Divide four by eighty-two because it said four minutes of rape scene total. You get point zero four eight seven, which rounds to five percent. Damn. That is Director how math works. Yoshiaki wow. Kawajiri blends stylish eroticism, graphic horror, and pulse-pounding action as these two race to consummate the peace treaty in time. Well, when you frame it that way, 5% of a lot of movies is something that's thematically like bullshit. This is an anime adaptation of a live-action movie? What? No, that's a light novel. Why are there real people on the cover of this? Because it's the 80s, dude. <laughs> They're just on fucking... That's the... Listen, what? Much like the rape scenes, Jake, just go along with it, oh, and you'll great. end up being pleasured by it in the end. It got published by Seven Seas, which is where they publish all the problematic shit. They had to publish Tokyo <laughs> Revengers in there because of the swastika. <laughs> Not even, I'm pretty sure it's the Hindu symbol. I think they did it the right way. Yeah, they did, but that doesn't matter. Kadansha <laughs> didn't want it under their label, yeah, so they, that's why it took so. Long. That's why it took four <laughs> years to get the adaptation because they needed a company that would be okay with it, and they found yeah. fucking. Why didn't they just remove the swastikas? Jacob, do you really not want to watch Full everything. Metal Panic? Um, I want to watch it more than I want to watch Wicked City. I can tell you that. <sighs> Fine, I'll change. I want to watch Wicked City more than I, also, I want to watch Full Metal Panic. So I'll, I'll change Full us? Metal. I'll change Full Metal Panic. I also want to watch Wicked City. I do. Why are you guys like this? Because it's a fun movie. Fuck off. Where does the fun start? Clearly not with the individual that is the victim. <laughs> the whole world's the victim, Jake. The only good thing about this is that it's free on you Pluto TV. You know what? This this show looks absolutely fucking awful. I'm going to add it on here. Probably <laughs> better than... No, it's it's worse. It's worse than Full Metal Panic. I guarantee you that. Great. We're all He's suffering on this prison one. School. I Son thought you were gun. replacing Wicked City. No, no, I don't want that. I also don't want that. You're outruled. Yeah, we're going to double dragon knee on you, Jacob. Yeah, we're watching a show called Mouse. So it kind of looks like a hentai, but I don't think it's a hentai. It has too many wait, episodes. Wait, is it Mouse or Moss? Mouse, like my cat. Oh, it's not Moss. I thought this was going to be the cool... Yo, those are some big titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll take it. These are only 14-minute episodes. I'll take that oh. over Full Metal Panic for sure. Oh, they're only 14-minute episodes? All right, can I add a second thing on there if I can find another one? <laughs> I'm not watching two shows, so if it's not no, related it's four, to Mouse... It's, it's the other show is Banania. Wait, 14 Stratos. minutes is two-thirds of an episode. I'm not... Hold on. What about Stratos 4? Yeah, add Infinite Stratos 2. No, this is... No, it's called what? Stratos 4. Fuck up, Matt. No, you do not... I'm not doing two shows in a week. We'd have to record two episodes, which is not fun. That's fair. I mean, I didn't realize there were twelve minute episodes. Now, now I just think They're it's fourteen four. minutes. And also, it's done by three different studios, and somehow is still bad. But those are some big titties. I don't want this show anymore. I'm gonna have to change it. <laughs> A master thief with three hot assistants, and that's the whole you. plot. The the female assistants are described as nubile, and there's nothing nubile about this woman with a fucking H cup. 
Right. Water Matt's already done the research on her cup size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I'm eyeballing it, but I like yeah. to think I've watched enough hentai that I have a pretty good guess. You say that like it's ever accurate. I don't know. What do you mean? Isn't I not? Oh, this show looks very Listen, bad, but I wanted the, to watch it. The only breasts I've ever seen in my life are Hitomi Jacob. So um, uh, they obviously must all be that size. Okay. This is also in the vein things. of bad I was looking for. Are you full length episodes? You're full length oh, episodes. We're still recording. Let's go. Oh, yeah. We are. <laughs> we never finish this up. Oh. I mean, we forgot to tell bring it the water. Bring, the ending from the last episode would be fun. Just bring it back in. Bring it back in. We'll figure it yeah. out. It's fine. Alex, don't forget don't... to cut all of this. Um, what do you mean? I'm yeah. not cutting anything. Yeah, I'm that literally... Toby Jacob thing was for the fans. But, all right, uh, yeah, I, found the, guys... I found the next show. It's called Ikitosin. Yes. <laughs> We're going to sum this that's up what, real quick. Matt, if they watching. need to find you... Where can they find you to uh, send you all of their space garbage? Um, probably at home or at work. All right, cool. <laughs> Alex, where can they find you? They can find Matt at Twitter, um, at Doobie Howitzer, and also at my anime list, Doobie, um, at my anime list.net slash profile slash Doobie underscore Howitzer. They can find me at Twitter, at Nyhauseppoli. And they can find my anime list at my anime list.net slash profile slash cream puffkin. And my season three list is in and submitted, boys. Where can they find you, Jacob? Uh, you can find me in space as I have launched myself into there. Oh, did you uh, take us with you? Find... Nah, dude, there's only room in this little capsule for one. Oh, you get tired of her shit. A uh, little bit. I just don't That's really want to watch uh, what's it, Wicked City. But anyway, it's, <laughs> it's okay. We get to watch Ikitosin. Oh yeah, I'll find. I'll find like something. The mightiest disciple, but with boobs. I'll find something much worse <laughs> oh to put on God, this list. Oh my God, I love it. I'm, I was doing this to have fun, dude. I just wanted to watch some good old classic anime. You can you find know, like, me at Tasteful Topix. You can also find what I've been reading or watching and what I thought of it at myanimelist.net slash profile slash Bambi Raptor X, where you will probably see me in like 30 weeks giving Wicked City a 1 out of 10. You know what? Since Jacob wants to be like that, we're going to watch Dirty Pair instead. <laughs> that sounds so much better. At least that has a cult following. Uh, <laughs> I hate it here. And Don't there's forget wrestling. to drink some water. Don't forget to drink some water, guys. Drink